Common Law Wives and Concubines, Essays on Covenantal Christianity and Contemporary Western Culture, Stephen C. Perks. This is a Reconstructionist radio production with lrnteach.com. Please visit kuiper.org forward slash books to download or purchase this book. Common Law Wives and Concubines, Essays on Covenantal Christianity and Contemporary Western Culture, Stephen C. Perks, 2010, Kuiper Foundation, Taunton, England, narrated by Nathan Conkey. Chapter 4. Socialism as Idolatry It seems that conformity is increasingly one of the idols of the age in which we live, and that the Church has also succumbed to this form of idol worship. This is sad, because Britain traditionally was a society tolerant of differences, a society that even celebrated its differences. Yet at the same time as individualism has been abominated, sometimes legitimately, but often not so, and community stressed, what we have achieved is not community at all, but mere conformity. It seems to me that community cannot exclude individuality, and that to try to achieve community by vilifying individuality only produces a conformist society devoid of true community. Of course, we need both community and individuality. The one does not take precedence over the other, but there are sorts of good individualism and bad individualism, and not all kinds of community are good. My assessment of this is based on my experience, that is, British society. Britain is a socialist state. I have many American friends who will respond to this by saying something such as, it's getting that way in the USA too. But I'm not convinced it is. The US government can be very totalitarian at times, but, and this is the important point, the people don't like it on the whole, at least not the people I have met as opposed to the people who represent the USA in the media and politics, and they resist it. Here, most people want to be ruled by a nanny state. They lap it up. The British government often seems less totalitarian than the US government, a fact explained, according to some Americans, by the underestimated Teutonic influence on American society and culture. But this masks a sad fact, namely that this can seem so only because there is so little resistance to government tyranny in the UK. Most people want a totalitarian government in Britain today. Britain used to prize its freedom. The British have happily given it away now and become slaves of the nanny state in return for government-run social security programmes, that is, the welfare state. Of course, British totalitarianism is not of the Russian and Nazi kind, soft totalitarianism I've heard it called, but the effect is the same. But it seems to me that the creation of the ideal socialist society is actually achieved by the destruction of real community because the state becomes a surrogate for everything. Family, welfare, jobs, everything becomes subordinated to the state, which becomes the replacement for the community that used to exist. This was community more of the Christian kind. The growth of socialism has gone hand in hand with the destruction of Christian society in our nation. But I do not believe that the new society that socialism is trying to create works. It is pseudo-community. 
It vilifies the individualism of capitalism, but fails to recognize that capitalism was not the whole of society. It does not recognize the true community that was part of Christian society prior to the triumph of socialism. Socialism sees things only in terms of economics and politics. But capitalism was part of a social order that did not view everything in terms of economics and politics. Because socialism does see everything in terms of economics and politics, that is, because it idolizes these things and reduces everything to them rather than having them in their proper place, it misses what really made the Christian community a true community, what made it work. Christianity is to be dumped now, though doubtless it can still be exploited for voting purposes every now and then, usually when a political party has lost a general election and is reduced to scratching around for support in every nook and cranny of the franchised but otherwise to be ignored population. Yet, our sense and practice of community prior to the creation of the brave new socialist world came from our shared religious worldview. When Christianity was dominant, even non-believers thought and acted like believers. Now, under the new world order of socialism, Christians think and act like non-Christians. But along with the rise of this new state-run society, individualism has not ceased. It has just been stripped of all the virtues and qualities that Christianity imparts to life. We now live in a godless state. Our community is godless and our individualism is godless. But because man can only find his true meaning in God, this means that community and individuality, as they should exist, are corrupted. We have conformity now much more than we used to have, but community is breaking down everywhere. Yet, although individualism is today vilified as capitalistic and selfish, and socialism trumpeted as more caring and community-oriented, We are more individuals than ever. Witness the rise of a culture in which what counts more than anything is the individual and his self-fulfillment. Hence the breakdown of marriages and the breaking up of families. The me-first culture is much more common now. People are much more motivated now by pure self-interest regardless of the consequences for others than they used to be when Christianity dominated our culture as the prevailing worldview. The problem, of course, is not individualism, it is sin. But the church has seriously failed to preach the gospel in its fullness here. As a result, things do not seem to be much better in the churches on the whole. Most churches are characterised by a strong sense of conformity and at the same time a rather weak sense of real community. If one does not conform to the prevailing ethos of the church, One is not permitted to make a significant contribution to the life of the church since it is perceived that such would inevitably rock the boat. This ethos, however, is usually a kind of mindless respectability, devoid of any rational foundation underpinning it as an attempt to work out a biblically informed culture. Even in the area of concern about social issues that Christians still consider relevant to the faith, there is little in the way of an attempt to develop a specifically Christian worldview as a foundation for social, for human social action. Indeed, the church follows the world by sanctifying its deeds with pious platitudes. Being concerned about social issues for many Christians means being a middle-class socialist, 
or is considered equivalent to being a social democrat in one's politics. Why are so many Christians in the UK mesmerised by the claim that third way politics is Christian? The church seems to follow, quite mindlessly, the world, repeating its political and social shibboleths. And in the church, as in society at large, the socialist worldview has crowded out true community with mere social conformity. In falling prey to this kind of idolatry, the church has abandoned her true mission. She has ceased to be the salt and light of society, and is consequently, in no small way, responsible for the destruction of our society. She follows the world instead of leading it to the truth. The truth has become an embarrassment for the church. But judgment begins at the house of God. Quote, For the time has come that judgment must begin at the house of God, and if it first begin at us, what shall be the end of them that obey not the gospel of God? End quote. 1 Peter chapter 4 verse 17. God has judged the church and the judgment is now moving into society at large. All that we need for evil to triumph is for good men to do nothing. And that is what has happened. The church has done nothing. She has fiddled while Rome burned. The state has replaced God in our society and therefore it has become the institution that ultimately provides meaning for the nation. Because men inevitably look to their gods for meaning, modern society looks to the state to create community, to structure society and to provide meaning. But in doing this, the state has replaced true community with itself and the culture of self has triumphed in a society where true community is in decline. In contrast, in a Christian society, community should flow from the meeting of people in common life, which requires a common faith, or at least the prevalence of this and its acceptance in society, even if not everyone accepts its religious basis. In other words, society requires a shared worldview, a shared set of presuppositions about the nature and meaning of life. Where this is absent, there can be conformity, but not real community. In the context of a shared worldview, however, individuality is not lost, but given meaning. It does not exist on its own, but in a context. It therefore partakes of the characteristics of the worldview that dominates a society generally. In a Christian society, this means that individuality finds meaning in terms of the truth, not in terms of some false idol, as it does today, be that idol money, fame, political power, or whatever. Likewise, community finds its meaning in terms of the truth, not some idol, for example, the state, where the state replaces God as the source of the meaning of life and orders the life of the nation according to the ideology of socialism, or where anything else in the created order replaces God as the focus of life, whether communally or individually, that is, where men engage in idolatry rather than worshipping the God of Scripture. Man loses the true life he was meant to have, communally and individually, since his true life is found in God. The Reconstructionist Radio Podcast Network brings to you a complete lineup of podcasts where you will hear practical and tactical theology. Our desire is not simply that you consume our shows, but that you also live out your faith in every area of life. 
We can talk all day long about these things, but if we fail to put them into practice, then we fail as ambassadors of Jesus Christ, our King. Subscribe now to your favorite Reconstructionist Radio Podcast Network shows, or you can subscribe to the Reconstructionist Radio Master Feed, where all of the content we produce, including the audiobooks and audio articles, will pop up as soon as they are available. And don't forget to visit ReconstructionistRadio.com to volunteer as a narrator or to partner with this ministry financially. May the Holy Spirit stir you into action for Christ and His kingdom.